I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. Guys, welcome to Rip My Podcast. <laughs> the number one podcast in the world! Right behind all the other ones. Hopefully you don't hear a lot of echo. I wish you guys could see the madness <laughs> of the new studio. My wife's gonna kick my ass when she sees that I put <laughs> holes in all her blankets. <laughs> I mean, they look small enough. You got like push yeah. pins in them. Yeah, Just but they're don't nails. Say anything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We, we hope the reverb's not too bad, but... I got some pool noodles in the corners. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Written By. It is a Rival Pitches week. Dude, we, Rival Pitches have been so much fun so far this season. We've, we've kind of, we've been so busy. We haven't been going that hard on things we like really care about. And we've just been going crazier and crazier. And I kind of like the chaotic energy. I do too. This season. I think we needed to find ourselves... Yeah. And I think deep down, both of us are, you know, silly geese. Yeah. We're just a couple of silly. Silly screenwriting. Yeah. Silly screenwriters. (laughs) But guys, today, today. I wonder what today's about. Yeah. Today we are doing (laughs) Captain America. If you're listening to this, watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Watch it. If if you're in Spotify, just pull up the video real quick. (laughs) Robert's in a Spider-Man outfit. You have a mask too. Yeah, but the, obviously that would be the mask. An issue. It really it does not work. You cannot see a thing out of this. <laughs> so because like the the eyes, it is so tight on your face, and it's like right up to your eyes. So it's like smashing your eyelashes into. Yeah. So when I wrestled, I would sometimes wrestle in a mask. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much how all those masks are. You cannot yep. see, man. And sometimes they make, they make them really hard to breathe. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, how these superheroes are functioning. That should have been, like, what the... We should write that story. Okay. How do I look? I mean, it looks convincing. listening to this are like what yeah guys we're doing in honor of the new spider-verse movie i'm like that one scene with toby mcguire oh yeah and mary jane kiss upside down (laughs) 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 guys in honor of the new spider-verse movie we are doing a spider-man movie but we aren't doing a normal spider-man movie because you can't do that anymore. No, there's been too We've many. We've done too many Spider-Man movies. We've gotten to the point where you can't just do one Spider-Man. You have to have multiple Spider-Man yeah. in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And we're getting to the point between two Spider-Verse movies. Someone say bless you. <laughs> bless when, you're, you. when you're driving around in your car, say bless you, Chase. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I had an energy drink. <laughs> After two Spider-Verse movies, 
we we're already using so many Spider-Man. And it's mm. like, where else do you go? So our challenge for ourselves today was we are pitching a movie based on an obscure Spider-Man yes. from the comics yes. that not a lot of people might know about. Yeah. And uh, I had a ton of fun writing this one. I, I found a really obscure one. But you also, I think, found a really obscure one. So how funny would it be if somehow we both picked the same I one? I know, I know. So my pitch, I'm playing it off as it's a it's a Spider-Verse sequel. And so there are going to be multiple Spider-Man. But the main one, the main character, I am pretty certain you didn't do. I picked, <laughs> I picked a reference that I really wanted in the first Spider-Verse movie and I didn't get. Oh, Just like okay. a little nod, a little cameo that wasn't there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um I picked a Spider-Man who has one appearance uh-huh. in a very obscure Spider-Man comic book series yeah. that was like not even like the main Marvel comic Spider-Man series. Okay. So it should be pretty obscure. And it was only like a five page long comic. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But you're going first this week. Yes. I, I want to guess. So, okay. So you said that this was a Spider-Man that you wanted to have show up in the first Spider-Verse movie? Yes. So it had to have been at least something that is relatively known, right? Because you I knew would, about it I before Spider-Verse? I would say so, yeah. Is it the Simpsons spider pick? No, mm. it is not. That's a, that's a pretty good guess, though. That's, I, that, it's yeah. almost in the same vein as that, but it's uh, not. Okay, I have a guess, but okay. I'm pretty certain it might actually be it. Okay. Because I think we were talking about it the other day. So I'm not going to say. I'm going to let you go. Okay, okay. Woo! Let's find out. <laughs> I'll go ahead and get into this then. Yeah. So basically, I want you to imagine the year is like 2068 and we're still <laughs> making Spider-Verse movies. Nice. Sony, they're clinging on to their last piece of valuable IP that Spider-Man. hasn't been bought out by Disney. So they yeah. have to make one of these Spider-Verse movies every two years. Heck yeah. And it's gotten to the point where, you know. We've used pretty much every possible Spider-Man <laughs> that we can use. Okay, I think I know what I think I know. <laughs> we've, we've exhausted all the options, but we still got to be cranking out these movies. So this movie is going to be a, a little self-aware of that because they okay. kind of have to explain the predicament that they're in. So Spider-Verse movie opens. Hundreds of Spider-Men Whoa. are all fighting Mephisto, who is... He is yeah, a demon in the Spider-Man universe. He, yeah. he is basically their version of Satan and in one of the most controversial, hated Spider-Man comics. They ended the original Amazing Spider-Man run with yeah. Spider-Man making a deal with this demon. Aunt May had died. He made a deal with the demon that he'd let Aunt May live if his memory of Mary Jane was erased. Yeah. So that's where he's coming from, but... Mephisto is our big bad. He's basically this giant demon. Hundreds of Spider-Men are fighting all the Spider-Villains in space, and they're losing. And so Peter B. Parker turns to Miles Morales and says, We can't make it. We need more (laughs) Spider-Men. And you see Mephisto is assembling this weapon as all the hordes of all the famous Spider-Villains, Doc Ock, Mysterio, whoever. The Sinister Six, baby. Yeah, yeah. Miles Morales turns back to Peter V. It's like, but there aren't any more Spider-Men. He's like, there's got to be someone. 
The universe is infinite. There are infinite possibilities. Yeah. There are infinite possible Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, I know that, but we got all the best ones. We even got the average ones. Like, there's, <laughs> there's not a whole lot left. We need but the we need bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for Spider-Man here. It's like, well, just find us someone. We're about to lose this battle for the soul of all humanity, and the multiverse or whatever. The stakes are really big. Meanwhile, <laughs> Mephisto is making this weapon and... It's close. It's close. So Miles pulls up this hologram and he's searching the corners of the multiverse for new Spider-Man. And we see a little dot blink at the edge of the map. Yeah. And a few more dots kind of close to that. And so he does some computer stuff. But then Mephisto activates his weapon and this he, he puts this staff inside something and this giant beam of light red light consumes all the spider-man and they all vanish and you cut oh, to the hologram snap. oh snap and that little dot is still blinking you get a you get a title card earth 8216 we're inside a college dorm an alarm goes off it's early in the morning Bright blue comforter hits the floor, followed by a pair of feet and slippers. A hand hits an alarm and then immediately hits a button on a police scanner right next to it. There's chatter on the scanner as this dude is getting ready. He's brushing his teeth in the bathroom or whatever. We hear some random chatter then. A convenience store has been robbed. The <gasps> perpetrator has run away on foot. And so we get a tight of this guy's face. He looks up determined. He smacks a pair of goggles on, and then we see a, a recreation <laughs> no way. of this. No way! It is Wednesday, my dudes. I cannot. <laughs> the second you said goggles, I was like... <laughs> Yes, the main character <laughs> of this Spider-Verse movie is the It's Wednesday, my dude, guys. <laughs> We're in the same costume as you. I know. <laughs> he screams, oh, and then he man. runs out of his second-story <laughs> door window. His roommate, Ted, just groans, smashes his face on the pillow. Oh, so, man. Yeah, our main character is the It's Wednesday, my dude's guy. And oh, man. He has spider powers. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't, like, great, though. He's not the best. But yeah, you can tell he can, he can do enough to take down some petty criminals. Okay. And he's also, he's not necessarily, like, the smartest Spider-Man. He's, like, an average smart. So his web stuff isn't that great he really can't go further than just petty criminals around his college campus <laughs> and the thing about this dude oh, is man. all we know about him from the lore of that vine is that <laughs> he screams it's wednesday my dudes and, then, <laughs> and so how we're playing it is almost every single iteration of Peter Parker. Some of the best Spider-Man movies, especially Spider-Man 2, which is mm -hmm. probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah. It deals a lot with Peter Parker trying to balance an average life with his crime fighting. So 
again, Spider-Man 2, one of the best things about that movie is he's trying to fight criminals while at the same time trying to maintain school, trying to maintain a relationship with Mary Jane, with Aunt May. And the crime fighting is eating into all that other stuff in his life. And since he has to keep his identity secret, none of them know that that's it. And that causes a lot of conflict. So it's Wednesday, my dude. He is one of the only Peter Parkers and has the work-life balance thing completely figured out. Huh. Because his thing is... <laughs> He's not he, much of a hero. Yeah. He only fights crime on Wednesdays. <laughs> Web swinging Wednesdays, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, he comes back to his dorm. His roommate is like, "Why? Why you got to do this, man? It is so early." And it's like it's Wednesday, my dude. And it's like, but why do you got to get us so early? It's like because Wednesday is the only day I could really afford to fight crime. You see, I have achieved the perfect work-life balance between school, work, fighting crime, friendships, and relationships, which is why I insist on only fighting crimes on Wednesdays. <laughs> And Des like, well, first of all, you do not have a relationship. That's not a thing you need to worry about. And he's like, not yet. But once I start this group project with Mary Stacy, the cute girl in my science class who frequently alternates Stacey. between red and blonde hair, I will oh, impress her with my Stacey. wit and smarts, and the rest will be history. It's like, okay, whatever you say, man. This feels like a like a, a Spider-Man uh uh what are those fan uh what are they called when they write fanfic? Fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically mary stacy yeah. <laughs> wednesday is over and so now thursday he is meeting mary stacy the girl at his science class yeah who frequently alternates between red and blonde hair and <laughs> they they have a group project together and it involves a bunch of research some science experiments and they have to do a big presentation at the end of the year she's really smart he's really into her uh, he wakes up in the morning and he's just walking to his first class and he sees someone get mugged in an alley. And you see for a second the thing every Spider-Man has where it's like, maybe I should help. And he's like, well, it's not Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> this is so messed up. It's really funny. <laughs> he's meeting Barry Stacy. For their, for their talk about, you know, planning out the group project. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry I'm late. My uh, my friend got mugged this morning. And it's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> I wish like, someone could have done something about that. Yeah, you know, I... I <laughs> I was I was hoping that maybe that weird dude with the goggles could have helped, but I guess he wasn't around. And he's like, well, you know, even even super hot vigilante heroes need to have days off. You know, <laughs> it's important to maintain healthy boundaries. Like, I, I guess he's like, you can't help others if you don't help yourself. So like, OK, cool, whatever. It's like the moment you let another thing take over your time, then like all of a sudden it's a big waterfall and maybe he's fighting too much crime and doesn't have time for other important things. Like, like okay, I get it. <laughs> My friend got mugged. It was super sad or whatever. But okay. Oh man, that's really good. But anyway, they're planning to work on this paper and again, Mary Stacy let something slip where it's like, you know, I just, I really wish that guy in the goggles could have been around because I, I think it's really cool what he's doing, you know, <laughs> taking a stand, fighting crime. And he's like, oh, I got this thing in the bag. And so on his way home, he's looking at his calendar on his phone. And of course, since this Spider-Man has, is on top of everything, 
he's got a really packed schedule. He's like, okay, so I'm working at the Pizza Papa's on like Thursday and Saturday. I have dinner with Aunt May on Sunday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I have classes. And then, you know, Friday, I'm going to spend a lot of time on this paper, um, the portion that I promised I'd do. And, you know, Wednesdays is crime fighting day. And yeah, it's a really packed schedule, but I got this all figured out. And then he gets into his apartment. A giant portal has opened. <gasps> it's a hologram of Miles Morales. And he says, the, the, the multiverse is in trouble. We've been fighting Mephisto. He's this giant demon guy. He's about to take control of all living things. And all us Spider-Man in other universes have been fighting him, but we're not enough. We're all about to be imprisoned, and you are our only hope. I've given you this stone. You got to activate this weapon or whatever. And... I know, dear, you're the most promising Spider-Man I, that we have left. And I found a few other Spider-Man and I've sent portals. So they're going to be visiting oh, you soon. Oh, there's going to be more. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> Together, we need to stop this giant <laughs> demon that's basically our version of Satan. And you need to you need to save the universe. I like how he says our version of Satan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday is just standing there and he's like, well, that's too bad. It's six days till next Wednesday. <laughs> and then Ted is sitting there. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> that sounds really important. He's like, hey, once you let one thing slide, people will do nothing but take advantage of you. And the whole thing is thrown aside. <laughs> sounds like you at work. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, this kind of sounds like the fate of the universe and stuff. <laughs> And Wednesday, of course, he doesn't want to do this because he's got this important project <laughs> to impress this girl. He's got work. He's got his aunt. Oh, man. But then outside of the dorm building, our first other Spider-Man <laughs> appears. He's like, hey, are you a Spider-Man? He's like, hey, you're a Spider-Man. They do a little pointy thing. And they meet up with him. And basically, this is a golden sponge cake Spider-Man who i knew that was who i thought you were <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah. do in the first place was the golden sponge cake so this guy's whole deal is in one comic <laughs> a long time ago a uh, marvel was doing a campaign with hostess and this spider-man his main power is he hands twinkies to the supervillains and they eat the twinkies and all of a sudden they don't want to do crime anymore or whatever. And that was done as an ad. And in multiple other comics, they brought him back kind of as a joke. Yeah. And he was originally like the hostess Spider-Man. But after the ad campaign was over, they had to go with the more generic golden sponge cake Spider-Man. Hey, we, we get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, what is what is your deal? And he's like, well. I hand out these generic golden sponge cakes and people in my universe are usually done with crime after that. And it's like, <laughs> I wonder if that'll work here. Meanwhile, Mephisto, he has all of the good Spider-Man, even the mediocre Spider-Man, all imprisoned. Dang. And basically his thing is he could take control of anyone he wants and makes them do anything as long as they allow him in. And okay. that, that's how the, the whole deal at the end of Amazing Spider-Man worked is for this deal with the devil, Peter Parker had to give the devil permission to erase his memory of Mary Jane or whatever. So, mm -hmm. but they have like a mind stone, like one of the infinity stones and they've managed to hack it to where 
they could send out this mind control ray that's like just enough that the entire universe lets a bit and then it's over and he could do everything oh dang man but then of course all the all the henchmen are inspecting and they're like hey we've noticed this beacon that's gone out to earth 8216 <laughs> it's like okay i mean we got a lot of spider-man we got to keep imprisoned here but i think i got a few guys i could spare that could go over there oh man so back at this earth the first villain that shows up is the kangaroo and his main thing is he has like really big feet and he could jump and stomp. So we not feet. only are dealing with obscure Spider-Man, <laughs> yes. we're dealing with obscure Spider-Man villains. Yeah. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> this is, you, you You want the best of the Spider-Man versus the best of the villains? No. No, the worst. You want the everything. worst Spider-Man going up against the worst Spider-Man villains. Yeah. That's the movie I want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Kangaroo versus Twinkie Man. Yeah. So the Kangaroo starts chasing these two Spider-Man SpongeGate tries throwing him <laughs> a Twinkie. He just stomps on it. He doesn't even pay attention to it. It's like, oh dang, that usually works. <laughs> They're running through these through this alley. They manage to lose the kangaroo. And they see another Spider-Man. They're like, hey, it's another Spider-Man. It's like, well, actually, there's a there's more than one here. And he holds up. You remember in the first Spider-Verse? They show a quick frame of something that became an internet meme. It is this melted Spider-Man popsicle. Oh, dude, yes. I ate those all the time growing up. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's like melted and looks really messed up. (laughs) So he holds up this popsicle and the popsicle talks. And it's like, I I have a popsicle that got bit by a radioactive spider. (laughs) I awoke and now have consciousness. (laughs) It's like, oh, what do you... What do you do? Do you shoot web or anything? It's like, I can become really sticky. And it's like, <laughs> well, I guess that could be useful, maybe. Like, oh, man. And my new sense of awareness, I've been granted the sense of a spider. It's like, oh, so you also have a spider sense. Okay, yeah. I also have that. It's yeah. like, yeah, I could sense the ebbs and flows of humanity. I can feel the pain and misery as if it is my own. And while I have the burning desire to quell the screams of the innocent... <laughs> Bring justice to the deserving and comfort the damned. I am granted no control. I have no meaningful effect on the world I inhabit because I am a popsicle. What is that from? Did you write that? Yeah, I just made that. It's like, oh yeah, I can, I, I can imagine being a popsicle would make things hard. It's like, yeah, it makes things really hard. My existence is pain. My sentience is a curse that cannot be lifted. I am sentenced to a miserable existence I did not request. He's like, oh, geez, okay. So we got a bummed out popsicle here. <laughs> he turns to the Spider-Man holding the popsicle. Sounds like a, a monologue from Macbeth. Yeah. Oh, man. All he, he can't do anything, so he's just there thinking and sensing all the pain going on in the universe. <laughs> All right, keep going, keep going. (laughs) Looks at the Spider-Man holding the popsicle. He's like, well, what do you do? And then he starts to deflate, and a horde of little spiders all crawl out of him. Is it spiders, man? Yeah, he's like, well, we're spiders, man. (laughs) We're a collection of millions of tiny spiders, all connected by one singular hive mind. He's like, oh, wow, that is really creepy yes, that one's you. messed up because those yeah. spiders ate peter parker yeah yeah <laughs> okay carry on 
So there's this half deflated person and a bunch of tiny spiders crawling around. And then a new supervillain shows up. This is Big Wheel. And the name is self-explanatory. It's just a big wheel. And it's got like little arms with guns. But yeah, it's it's, it's just a big wheel. (laughs) And so they're being chased by this big wheel. (laughs) And he's about to catch them. But then he slips on something. And then we come across... I realized in my research, they did something similar. This was actually a runny joke with a friend in mine. Mm-hmm. We were planning for months to shoot like this TikTok and we never did. But uh, this is Italian Spider-Man. He's a Spider-Man, but he just has a mustache. And instead yeah. of shooting web, he shoots spaghetti. That's good. Did you come up with that or is that a thing? So there is an Italian Spider-Man. I don't think he shoots pasta. Oh. I think the pasta thing was me. I didn't look into it enough. I'll look into it while you keep going. Yeah, yeah. But we were we were going to do like a Spider-Man theme with an Italian accent. He's like, I am Italian Spider-Man. He's like played by Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto? Oh, <laughs> from, from House, House of Gucci. Of Gucci yeah. My papa. Yeah. I am a Spider-Man and I shoot spaghetti <laughs> instead of a web. <laughs> and then a portal opens they're like oh hopefully this is a useful spider-man it's just a spider-man funko pop and it's like oh that man. makes sense that's good this isn't even sentient or anything it's just a spider-man funko pop and then finally they look into an alley they see one more peter parker he doesn't have a suit at all he's just a normal looking peter parker he walks up it's like hey do you all know what's going on it's like are you with us it's like oh no I was just minding my own business and I got sucked up by this portal. Next thing I know, I'm here. It's like, are you Peter Parker? He's like, yeah, I'm a Peter Parker. We're all Peter Parkers from different universes. Like, oh, wow. Are you a Spider-Man? I I guess. You guess. Yeah, I mean, I was bit by a radioactive spider. It's like, oh, cool. You are a Spider-Man. What powers do you have? He's like, powers? I don't have any powers. All I have is this massive rash. And he, oh, no. <laughs> he shows his arm. And again, this is the universe where Peter Parker got no superpowers. It's just what would really happen. So it's like our world. Yeah. He's from our Earth. <laughs> he, he's just been infected. And he has this giant rash that is covering his whole body. Oh, man. Now that he has walked up close, we see his face is covered with the rash. It is oh. rancid. It yeah, stinks. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. We got a Spider-Man that doesn't even have powers. He's just sick. <laughs> He's the Hawkeye of this group. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when the kangaroo and the big wheel corner them. And then our main leader of the henchmen, the human fly, appears. And Jeff Goldblum. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Played by Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and yeah, that name's self-explanatory. He's the human fly. And so oh, this man. is the first big fight with all the Spider-Men. It's like our midpoint fight or whatever. And Spider's Man, who's like the scariest of the group right now, he instantly transforms into a horde of spiders. He deflates and lets about half of his spiders out. And there's this big buildup as all these creepy little spiders yeah. are running towards all the villains. The music swells, like horror type music. Yeah. And then the kangaroo steps up and just starts stomping them all. Oh, no. Just starts stomping all the spiders. And then... Back to our our half-inflated Spider-Man. He is screaming in pain. He's like, ah! I feel everyone! It's like I'm dying a thousand deaths! Ah!" This is the 
most messed up Spider-Man movie ever. So that's not effective. Uh, the popsicle is useless. He kind of like right. sticks to somebody, but he's not doing anything. He's just getting yeah. waved around. Uh, sponge cake is just throwing Twinkies. That's not helping. Uh, Wednesday is only Spider-Man with vaguely useful powers, but he's not that powerful. And then finally... The, the way that they escape is uh, the rash Spider-Man just like rubs his rash on one of them. Ugh. <laughs> and that gives them enough of an opening to escape. That was gross. And so that leads us up to our midpoint. So if essentially our mission now is the Spider-Men have this Mind Stone that they could, or they have a bit of a weapon. They need to find the Mind Stone on this Earth connected to that, then travel to space and let out all the Spider-Man defeat Mephisto or whatever. But it is the story of the worst Spider-Man possible have to somehow do this. And we really have no redeeming qualities. And also it's Wednesday. My dude is still trying to balance a normal life with everything that's going on. Essentially while that fight was going on, he wasn't typing the paper. He promised Mary Stacy he'd type. Oh, he immediately no. goes home and he's pulling an all-nighter and essentially he he calls up mary stacy he's like hey i'm sorry i'm messed up and she's a little upset at first but then she comes over they pull an all-nighter together and they actually start to bond throughout the night but then of course as he has to do more spider-man stuff and find this mind stone he's being torn apart he gets fired from his job and he is like the do-gooder perfect has planned everything so this is huge for him yeah and of course, the this all the Spider-Men are not doing well at all. <laughs> and so it leads to this really rough point where they've just had this fight handed to them. Uh, Barry Stacy is bad because he flubbed their big presentation and they failed the Man. project and everything. Man. They just lost this battle. It's Wednesday, my dude. It's like, man, I should have never tried to fight crime on a day that wasn't Wednesday. It's like, look, guys. <laughs> That's the moral. <laughs> I know I'm like the de facto leader because I'm the only one that could shoot Webb. But <laughs> look, a great man once told me, with great power comes great responsibility. And we have no power. Therefore, it we have not no our responsibility. responsibility. <laughs> That's good. This group is disbanded. <laughs> We have no power, so it's not our responsibility. <laughs> Dang, son. And so, essentially, Mephisto, he's figured out his weapon. He's controlled everyone's mind. And so, it's Wednesday, my dude. He doesn't have a girlfriend. His grades are flunk. He's flunking out of school. He doesn't have a job. He's just going about his average life, trying to pick up the pieces as people around him are just being mind controlled. The universe around him is collapsing or whatever. He's just trying his best to live a normal, productive life in a world that is ending. Dang, ain't we all? We all relate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up, he turns to his calendar. It's Wednesday, my dudes. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and I think the turning point is he runs into Mary Stacy, and she's like, yeah, you know, ever since that alien started controlling all the world leaders' minds and dropping nukes everywhere, like... Things have gotten pretty grim. And I know yeah. it sounds like I just wish that strange guy with the goggles would come back. Don't we all? And he's like, you know what? He can come back. Because it's Wednesday, my dudes. He yells, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
all the other Spider-Men come back, and then that's when they band up. And they managed to use all their unique powers. Rash guy is rubbing his rash everywhere. Uh, the uh, the popsicle, since all he could do is sit around and think he has the best spider sense and he could guide everyone where they need to be. Uh, sponge cake Spider-Man finds a use for the sponge cakes. Italian Spider-Man could just shoot spaghetti everywhere. And they managed to, you know, find everything go to hell, set all the Spider-Man free, and they all defeat Mephisto. That's the movie. Hey, man, you think we could make this? You think we could find some animators and get this going? See, again, like, <laughs> eventually we're going to exhaust all the IP, and we're going to have to either invent something new, so God forbid, is, or dip into this stuff is, like this. So what you're saying is, this isn't a dumb movie. This is a metaphor for what's going to happen yes. when the, they start scraping the bottom of the barrel of IP. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's really beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe this well, is yes. what we do. Spider-Man <laughs> into the Wednesday verse. <laughs> into the Wednesday verse. Man, that was great. Oh, I would never in a million years would have guessed Wednesday, my dude. Yeah. Guy. yeah. I thought it was going to be Twinkie, dude. Uh-huh. All right. It's, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought mine was gonna be real goofy. <laughs> <laughs> you even texted me. It's like it's a good thing you got a good one because mine's goofy. And I was like, well, well hold, hold on. on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so um mine I did not do in the Spider-Verse universe. Mine is a standalone okay. movie. Yeah. Probably animated. Okay. Um, could be live action. But mine is a very kind of like it's very comic booky. It's not a gritty, like you wouldn't it feels like the kind of thing that would have come out as a TV movie when I was a kid. Okay. Instead of like a big theatrical okay. release. Like cool. I would have had this DVD, essentially. Okay. okay. I can't wait. <clears throat> and I have a picture pulled up of, of him so when it's time, so that way I can oh, nice. we'll throw it up on the screen, of course, but yeah. that way I can show Robert. Okay. We open. Spider-Man is swinging building to building. He flips through the air, landing on top of a skyscraper. You know, this is regular Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. He, he says something very, you know, funny. He's like, man, I got to get one of those I Heart New York shirts. Where does everybody get those? <laughs> you know, classic Spider-Man stuff. And yeah. then his spider sense goes off. Uh-oh. Gunshots ring out on the street below. A man in a black ski mask is ringing out shots into the air while running with a purse. Help! He stole my purse! Spider-Man's like, so much for being subtle, friend. He jumps <laughs> off the roof and he swings down, but right before he can like shoot a web at the guy, the guy runs into a door and he starts running up this abandoned apartment building. So Spider-Man jumps onto the building. He starts crawling his way up the side of the building. He's looking in all the windows, trying to see where the guy is. Finally, towards the top, he looks in the window. He sees the guy bust into one of the rooms. And so he crashes in the window, drop kicks the bad guy backwards into the wall behind him, knocking him out. Uh, he takes off the ski mask of the unconscious criminal. And he goes, huh, they should call you the slump god. <laughs> Why was it the first thing I heard <laughs> when I heard ski mask? Okay. I knew it would be, and that's why I added that joke. Nice. Uh, then we pause for a second so that everyone in the theater can laugh at the joke. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I wrote that down. That's what they do now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you see Charlie Cox? That's why I did admitted? it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. 
Spidey webs him up and he goes to leave, but he notices a mirror built in to the, to the wall of this empty abandoned apartment. And he looks at himself for a second. He says something funny like, geez, I need to shave. You know, he's wearing a mask. Yeah. That's funny. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the camera pushes into the mirror and we are on the other side of the mirror. It's a one way mirror. It's a one way like mirror thing. Yeah. And on the other side is Claudio the Clonester. I invented him. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like the name. Thank you, Claudio. He's the dastardly villain who uses mirrors to clone people. Whoa. And he's and he's back there and he's monologuing like a villain. That's right, Spider-Man. Take a good look into my mirror. And there's a flash of light. And we watch the real Spider-Man leave the apartment complex. But a mirrored version of Spider-Man is now standing in front of Claudio. And this is what he looks oh, like. Oh, I saw this dude when I was researching. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, it's just normal Spider-Man, but the red and blue are reversed. Reversed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. He's not just, it's not just the outfit that's reversed. Okay. And, and so Claudio is still monologuing. He's looking at his new clone and he goes, yes, a twin of Spider-Man with all of his powers and none of his goodness. You are the opposite of him in every way. Instead of being red and blue, you are blue and red. Instead of being nice and good, you will be bad and evil. Whoa. Now go, Webman. His name's Webman. Go and kill the Spider-Man. And he's like, yes, master. And Webman leaps out of the window and he slings a web to the top of a skyscraper and he's swinging through the alleyway and then boom, right into the side of a building. <laughs> and he knocks himself unconscious. Title card, the Webtacular Webman. <laughs> we come back from the title card and we see Peter Parker. This is the regular Spider-Man. He's in his chemistry class and he's doing an assignment with some chemicals and beakers and stuff. And he's like, oh, God, I'm such an idiot. Why didn't I think of that? And his professor goes, hey, no, Par Parker, you're a genius. You're the complete opposite of an idiot. And he's like, thanks, Dr. Connors. And that's just setting up the fact that Webman is a complete moron. <laughs> Wait, so Webman is still, he's going to school now? No, no, no. This isn't okay, Webman. Okay, okay. This is regular Spider-Man. Webman. Oh, okay. So the movie follows Webman, okay. who is an absolute moron. Yeah. So it's essentially like, what if Spider-Man had all of his powers, yeah. but no, none of the super genius that he has? Okay, yeah. And we watch him yeah. as he's looking all over New York City for Spider-Man, but he's not able to find him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, he tries a ton of different plans to try to like get Spider-Man to come out and play, like all Spider-Man villains. Yeah. And so, like, he robs an armored truck, but it turns out that that armored truck was currently, like, being robbed. So it was, like, bad guys driving it away. And uh, so instead of robbing an armed rob truck, he just saves he the day. He stops a robbery. Yeah, he stops a robbery. And so, like, he's a hero. And, like, that keeps happening throughout this movie. He's so stupid. He's trying to commit crimes, but he ends up saving the day. And so no one realizes anything's wrong except Spider-Man got a different outfit. I was like, wow, Spider-Man's looking snazzy at this Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so uh, meanwhile, Peter Parker, the real Spider-Man, he's like really busy with his college finals that are coming up. Yeah. And he hasn't noticed all this crazy stuff going on. And there's no crimes happening for some reason. Uh -huh. And it's because Webman's solving all of them accidentally. Yeah. And so he hasn't had to, like, he's just focused on his finals. 
Uh-huh. And, and so he's just studying for exams. Meanwhile, Webman is messing everything up and accidentally saving people. He's being a great Spider-Man. And Claudio is getting really upset with him. And he's like, he's like, you know what? This isn't working. And he takes him into the mirror room and he clones Webman. And he thinks that he's, Claudio thinks he's so smart, right? Oh, he's going to reverse it back. Yeah. He's like, since you are an absolute idiot, I'll, I'll mirror you. And I will make a genius Spider-Man. But when the clone shows up, it, since it's a mirror image of the mirror image, it's just the regular Spider-Man. Yeah. So now we just have another Spider-Man <laughs> that's the same as the one we already had. Yeah. So he's not evil. He's good. No, he, yeah, he's good. He's yeah. identical as yeah. the regular <laughs> Spider-Man. So, and this leads us into like our big final battle, uh-huh. except it doesn't take place with the Spider-Man we started with. It's this new clone Spider-Man. I know this is getting confusing. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we should have a few more mirrors going on. Yeah, we could add some more. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, to where it's just a bunch of Webman and yeah. a bunch of Spider-Man. But anyway, so uh, there's this dope final battle and it is a cool final battle between Webman and Spider-Man and Claudio, but Webman keeps doing really bad jokes, yeah. even though, you know, Spider-Man does really good ones. So he does really bad ones. So he's like, here's some punch. And he like punches them. <laughs> Ultimately, Spider-Man, the new clone Spider-Man defeats both Claudio and Webman. And uh, so while this big battle's going on, Peter, our Peter, is in the middle of taking one of his exams and he looks out the window and he sees a cloned version of him and a mirrored version of him fighting in the like in the sky like webbing and stuff and he's like what in the world and so he leaves his exam in the middle of the exam because spider-man never gets to do both he never gets to be his personal life and work life like how you were saying so he rushes out to figure out what's going on he shows up just as uh just to help uh, just in time to help the new Spider-Man stop them. He webs them up or whatever. And the new Spider-Man pretty much explains what happened. Yeah. And our Spider-Man's like, hey, no offense, guys, but uh, I can't have a new Spider-Man and an evil Spider-Man roaming around my world. So we're going to like, we're gonna have to figure something out with you guys. And he's like, but I want to make it very clear. I know it's not your fault that you were created. So I don't blame, like even to the web man, he's like, yeah. I don't blame you. You know, you're not in trouble. We just got to find something to do with you guys. And the new Spider-Man's like, I completely understand Spider-Man. Because, you know, he's... <laughs> he's him, yeah. yeah. And our Spider-Man's like, you know what? I have an idea. We cut to Spider-Man takes new Spider-Man and Web-Man to the Fantastic Four building, the Baxter building, mm-hmm. where Spidey, Spidey, and Mr. Fantastic have found different multiverse universes where they could go. Okay. And so Mr. Fantastic is like, good idea, Spider-Man. Uh whichever one of you came up with it. Uh, I found a universe which doesn't have a Spider-Man at all, and they could really use you. And so they send the new clone Spider-Man to that world. And then he goes, and I found a completely mirrored world where you will fit in perfectly, Webby. And so zoom, and Webby goes off to that world. And then the movie ends with Spider-Man and Mr. Fantastic being like, what a week, or something like that. (laughs) And then uh, Mr. Fantastic is like, so Peter... Uh, how did you do on your finals? And he was like, my finals. And then cut oh, to black. No. <laughs> and that's my Spider-Man movie. It's called The Webtacular Webman. Whoa. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. 
I I like the idea that there's a whole battle between a bunch of Spider-Man going on and the <laughs> actual Spider-Man has yeah. no idea. He's yeah. just doing he's like, it's a light crime week this week. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was funny. I also I I flirted with the idea of playing with the theme of like, oh well, if there's a new clone Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have to be Spider-Man anymore because yeah. this guy is only Spider-Man. He's yeah. not Peter Parker. Yeah. And so he's like, I can just be Peter Parker and he can just be Spider-Man. But then I felt like that was way too much work yeah. <laughs> to like flesh that out. Yeah. If you need to flesh it out to a full feature, I would say you could add that dynamic and yeah. you could add just a few more mirrors. I mean, he tries it again. Just to see if the first one didn't work. He does it again a few more times on accident. And so and he just, just had 10. What is he, Webman? The, yeah, Webman. Okay. Which is also, you would think that the inverse of Spider Man would be Man Spider, but there is a Man there Spider. There is a Man Spider. And yeah. that dude is terrified. Yes, he is. Because it's, a it's essentially of... a, a life sized spider with like a giant head and mandibles and it stands upright. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Looking through the different spider, like obscure Spider-Man, there's some really creepy ones. We have some. We have some time since yeah. we both went pretty quick today. Um, I want to talk about what I found when I googled Italian Spider-Man. Okay. A 2007 <laughs> Australian YouTube video. Yes. Which is like a fan movie. Have you seen this when you were looking it up? I just saw the one frame. I didn't look into it that much. This looks sick. <laughs> You can find, you can watch the whole movie on YouTube. He also, he, for y'all that aren't watching the video, he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He has two giant guns. <laughs> he has no mask, just a mustache and a, like goggles or something. There is a 37-minute YouTube video called Italian Spider-Man. I thought it was funny. But yeah, uh, my whole concept for Italian Spider-Man yeah. was instead of shooting web, he shoots spaghetti. He <laughs> has a mustache on his thing. And then, of course, instead of doing this to shoot web, he does the Italian hands. And oh, the, yeah. So he's like, it's a me. Yeah, in Italian, despite With a great responsibility. Comes a great pasta. Comes <laughs> <laughs> a great pizza pie. <laughs> With the great pizza. Were there any um, Spider-Man that you were going to do, but you decided not to? So, I think I used all my favorite obscure spider-man i uh i did think about man spider just because he he looks so creepy yeah i also thought about spider ma'am who is a universe where Aunt Aunt May, May yeah becomes spider-man that was one i saw that i thought was really interesting uh spider jameson J, uh, jo, uh the oh, astronaut this one yeah okay as the super astronaut yeah. spider jameson which is uh james uh uh Oh, I need pictures of Spider-Man. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son yeah. in the comics yeah. is an astronaut who becomes mm-hmm. a villain, I think. But, yeah, um, yeah. They, they set cool. him up in the original Spider-Man movies. Yeah, they do, yeah. but they didn't end up using him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I wonder if any of these Spider-Man will show up in the new Spider-Verse movie. Because it, it's coming out as this episode is releasing, so we haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah, we do yeah. know. We know that Spider Punk is going to be in it. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I need to rewatch the first Spider Verse. It was so good. So here's the thing: I watched Spider Verse, and I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah. But now it's become such like a like people are like, "This is one of the greatest animated movies yeah. at the time." It kind of makes you feel like, did I not appreciate it enough when I watched it? Like, should yeah. I watch it again? Yeah. 
it, I think uh, I will. It definitely rewards rewatches. Like my thing about that movie, I think it's the most visually studied movie just ever. It is beautiful. Like yeah. with Spider Verse, you could close your eyes and then click on any random frame, and whatever that frame is looks good enough that you could print it out and hang it on your wall as like a painting. And that's every single frame yeah. of that movie. It is beautiful. Yeah. Um, if I was to ever write a Spider-Man comic book, mm-hmm. I know what I would do. I would do... Um, it's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> no, I would do steampunk Victorian Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. I think that would be sick. There's some like fan art of that online. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, guys. <laughs> now it is up to you. You are not Kevin Feige. Is Kathleen Kennedy over the Sony Spider-Man? I think so, yeah. You, you, you guys are Kathleen Kennedy. You guys decide which one of these is the next Spider-Man movie. I think you might have Going this into one, the Wednesday-verse or the webtacular webman. Let us know. Vote in the comments. Uh, We'll give you all that information later. Here are the one-minute pitches. We'll give you that information later. (laughs) Okay, here's my pitch for a Spider-Verse sequel. I want you to imagine it's the year 2068, and we are still cranking out Spider-Man movies. We have exhausted every possible Spider-Man, and this movie is aware of that. So... Hundreds of Spider-Man are all fighting Mephisto and hundreds of supervillains and they're losing. And Peter B. Parker tells Miles, hey, we need more Spider-Man. And he's like, but we've already used all the Spider-Man. He's like, we need more. And right before they all get captured, they send a beacon out to a really remote Earth. And in this universe, their Spider-Man is, it's Wednesday, my dudes. And that is our main Spider-Man, is the dude with the goggles from Divide. And basically, we have a team of all the worst Spider-Men, including Spider's Man, uh, a sentient Spider-Man popsicle, Italian Spider-Man who does this and shoots pasta. I wrote a Spider-Man movie about an obscure Spider-Man. So in one issue of one comic one time a long time ago, there was a Spider-Man called Webman, and he's the complete inverse of Spider-Man. So in my movie, The Webtacular Webman, it tells the story of regular Spider-Man getting cloned by Claudio the Clonester, who uses a magic mirror to create a mirrored version of Spider-Man. He's the complete opposite. Instead of being good, he is evil. Instead of you know, having a costume that's red and blue, he has a costume that's blue and red. It's the complete inverse. But what Claudio didn't think of is if you make the complete opposite of a super genius like Peter Parker, you get a complete moron. So my movie tells the story of Spider-Man versus Webman versus Claudio the Clonester. And it's a fun comic book adaptation. It's not very serious. It's not grounded. It's very goofy and fun, but still for a general audience. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening to this week's episode. Yeah, guys. This was the Spider-Man episode? Yeah, it uh it might be my favorite it, rival pitch I've done. It was a really fun one. The Did you see what I texted you the other day about the new Spider-Verse trailer has a cameo of the Popsicle Spider-Man? Wait, no, I didn't see that. I texted I it that. to you. Yeah, I've been Wait, texting when did Ro- you text me I've that? been texting Robert a lot lately and uh he doesn't read everything. No, hold on. I would have seen that because that's that's my favorite part of that.
You know what I've done though is I like that monologue I wrote for the popsicle so much. I mean, and honestly, I was so into it that the the night after we recorded that, I thought of a great death scene for the popsicle, <laughs> and I wrote a death monologue for the popsicle. And I think I'm gonna try to use it in something else. You should. I have another. I have another uh, idea. I sent it to you Saturday night at eight forty p.m. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Show me that. It was when we were talking about work stuff. Oh, I remember seeing that. I still don't... Where's the popsicle in that? Well, you got to click the tweet. Oh, I just looked at the one image. <laughs> that's why. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Robert doesn't care about me, guys. I send him things I find interesting. He doesn't even read them. <laughs> but no, one of your best pitches for sure, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's right up there with Muppet Lay Mids. <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah guys uh for future episodes you should you should really watch lay biz <laughs> that's all i'll say that's all i'll say <laughs> but hey we had a great rival pitch episode this two week, weeks ago yeah, two weeks ago so yeah. that was the ai uh rival pitch so i guess we didn't really write it but yeah. we tried our best that was really fun like <laughs> Because again, the 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 films weren't great, but no. I feel like we got to be a part of the larger conversation. Because everyone's talking about is AI, AI going to yeah. replace us, and we, I feel like we both had unique ways of trying to use the software mm-hmm. to give us a good film, and it couldn't do it. Nope. <laughs> I even like I thought compared to the the films, the Drake song wasn't bad. But then when we posted the Drake song, we got a lot of comments. The comments like, said mid, mid <laughs> trash. <laughs> so, you know. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, human creatives. We we still got a little gas left in the tank. <laughs> uh, the votes are in. Most of the votes are in. Uh-huh. We're recording this one a little bit early. But I don't, I don't think it would even matter. <laughs> it's a landslide this week. Uh, you win. Hey. Yay. Robert won the AI episode. We're tied now. We're still tied up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't even close. I, I think I got one vote. Yeah. So I think I might have some insight into why I won. So I've been keeping this a secret, but <laughs> there is one more element to my AI pitch. Because uh, after I finished the pitch and the Drake song, mm-hmm. I was thinking, it's like, I need a competitive edge. And oh. so I asked ChatGDP... Or not, chat GPT. You always do a D. I kept on saying, yeah. because that gross domestic product. That's what I'm oh, thinking of. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> How much money a country makes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I asked chat GTP in a scenario where I am pitching this film as part of a competition against Chase Bridges, a comedian, actor, and former wrestler. How should I pitch the film to give me a competitive edge, specifically against someone like him? (laughs) And (laughs) I took its answer, and after my pitch, I condensed everything it told me to say and shoved it in the conversation, and I don't think you noticed. (laughs) No way! Are you for real? Yeah. So it told me, here are some tips to give yourself a competitive edge. One, emphasize emotional impact. While Chase may be skilled at delivering laughs and physical stunts, your film may have more emotional impact on viewers. Highlight the touching and heartwarming moments in your film that will resonate with audiences. It's both funny and heartfelt, and at the center of it is about someone battling depression and finding hope at the end of it. How does it know that? 
Because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, I managed to be like, yeah, I think there are some moments that will make the audience cry or whatever. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Number two, showcase the production quality. If your film has a higher production value than Chase Bridges' project, make sure to emphasize this in your pitch. This can include the quality of cinematography, sound design, and special effects. I wanted something that was really high production value and would like have a lot of cool flashy fights. So I made sure to say that like there could be some big budget fights in there. <laughs> Number three, highlight the unique story. Your film may have a storyline that is different and fresh from Chase's project. Emphasize how your story is unique, memorable, and will stay with viewers long after the credits roll. I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah. I remember hearing you and being like, because sometimes you'll say things and I'll be like, okay, Robert. But this time I was like, you're all right, that's a little pretentious, Rob. <laughs> Number four, consider the marketability. Think about who the target audience is for your film and how they could be marketed to. If they have a specific niche or demographic, highlight them. I'm trying to make a superhero movie that appeals to a young demographic. And so I made sure to say that like this is targeted to young audiences. And number five, show confidence. Show confidence. Speak clearly with enthusiasm. I said the words verbatim i am confident I'm, I'm confident that you could develop it a little more I remember you saying yeah <laughs> and you said it even like you were like pitching it uh, oh man so yeah that's why AI i gave me some pointers <laughs> i like how you gave it a bunch of information about me and it was like target his weaknesses <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dude yeah i'm gonna ask chat gpt for the next one and it's going to be Let's like, do it. you're yeah. screwed. <laughs> it's going to say something like, utilize your skill set to make the audience laugh in a way to make them sympathetic for your pitch. You're not as talented, but you make up for it in showmanship. Hey, we are tied this season. <laughs> we were tied last season. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It just means I'm better at uh, getting sympathy from the audience. No, I'm like, that's hysterical. No, that no. is so funny. I feel like I got Nathan Fieldered. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel yeah. right now. Oh, geez, man. Hey. Well, guys, we both wrote our pitches this week, and you could vote on which one you think is the best. <laughs> yeah. You go on Instagram and vote for which one's the best. God, man. Um, <laughs> Hey, thank you guys so much sincerely for listening. If you want to send in a suggestion for the bowl or a rival pitch, you can either email us, writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. You can join the Patreon or the Discord, and that's where you can send in priority suggestions or just regular suggestions. You can also send it through us on DM on Instagram. That being said, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, all the social medias. We're at Written by Pod mm-hmm. everywhere, I think. Yeah, yeah everywhere, yeah. pretty much. Um, hey, our logo was designed by Taylor Lockery. Our music was produced by Robert and Drew. Yeah. I'm Robert. That's Chase. Yeah, are we forgetting anything? I caught that. Yeah, I was, send, I was sending you the oop <laughs> yeah, for the... Yeah, and I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to lay it up because I'm Robert. That's Chase. Yep. Find me at Robert2 underscores. And it's like Chase at Chase Bridges. A few underscores. Just type in his name. He's the first thing that comes up. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned for next week. We got another great episode for you. Get those pitches in. Voting closes at the end of the week as of airing. See you next week.